0: Ron Hamilton with you and joining me as he does several times a month from the USU Extension Office here in Wayne County talking agriculture is Rory Lewandowski. Rory is always happy to have you been here today. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Ron. Glad to be here. Well, on today's program with Rory, we're going to be talking about upcoming meetings to help farmers with the Farm Bill Commodity Crop Program decision. So first off, Rory, for folks out there who need some Uh, clarification. What is
1: the crop program decision that that farmers need to make? Right. Well, the uh, 2018 Farm Bill provides commodity crop producers with options to choose between enrolling in either an agricultural risk coverage, uh, commonly known as ARC, or a price loss coverage, uh, commonly known as PLC, uh, program. Uh, The Farm Bill allows those commodity producers, so we're talking now our our corn and soybean and and, uh, wheat farmers, Uh, They have to make a program election for the 2019 through 2020 years by March 15th of of this year. Uh, And then uh, after that, so after the 2020, then they'll make a yearly program election for the following three years of that 2018 Farm Bill. Remember, the Farm Bill covers a five-year period of time. Sign-up enrollment in the Farm Bill programs are done through the County Farm Service Agency, uh, the FSA office, and although I know some of our farms uh, may have already enrolled, uh, a lot of farms out there still have not done that. Uh, I know that specifically our Wayne County FSA office is really encouraging farmers to come in and enroll for one of those uh, program decisions during the January and February time period.
0: All right. Well, I'm asking you to do all of the heavy lifting as usual, Rory. But can for our listeners, mm-hmm. can you outline the basics of each of these programs and then also talk a little bit about how they work?
1: sure well all the uh, farm bill commodity crop programs offer the possibility of payments that depend upon a farm having base acres established through your fsa office so uh, that's the first requirement Now, those base acres do not necessarily reflect the actual acres in production because uh, farm bills in recent history have have not permitted farms to be able to update those base acres. So, in many instances, uh, farms may actually have more acres in, in crop production than those actual base acres that are on record and that are part of the farm bill program. Payments, though, then, are generated when either a crop price or the amount of crop revenue per acre falls below some predetermined figure. Additionally, Uh, Payments can generally only be made on a percentage of those base acres, so it's never 100% of your base acres. And then in some cases, there's also a maximum payment rate per acre, so all these factors have to be considered. Now, depending upon your program choice, uh, key components are either going to be county yield averages and the market year average price, or it could be individual yield averages and market year average price, or possibly just market your average price is going to be the determining factor.
0: Rory, can you provide a brief synopsis then of the agricultural risk coverage and price loss coverage programs as they exist right now in the current Farm Bill program?
1: Sure, and that's a good question because Again, for uh, many of our commodity producers, these should be fairly familiar terms. Both programs were actually set up in the 2014 Farm Bill. They're back now in this 2018 Farm Bill, but they've got some, some slight and small modifications. So that Agricultural Risk Coverage, or ARC, program has a county-level option and an individual option. Uh, so both the ARC county and that Price Loss Coverage or PLC program allow farmers to make an election on a crop by crop basis. So for example, a farm could choose to mix and match between those two programs. They might, for example, choose PLC for corn and wheat and maybe the Arc County for soybeans or you know any other crop combination. Both programs pay on 85% of base acres when a payment is generated. The Arc County program then generates a per acre payment when crop revenue falls below 86% of a calculated guaranteed crop revenue value. That revenue guarantee is calculated using a five-year Olympic average of the county yield and market year average price. The price loss coverage program generates a per acre payment when market year average price below, falls below a reference price that has been set in the farm bill. So then the ARC individual program is a bit different and this one's a little more complicated. It uses the individual farm yields instead of a county yield average to calculate potential payments and it only pays on 65% of base acres and if it's chosen it applies to all the base acres across the farm. You don't get to do any mixing and matching uh, so there's no PLC then election option.
0: Rory, since these programs are similar to, to what was available in the 2014 Farm Bill, should farmers choose the same program option? And, you know, it's not exactly. So what has changed that will then affect the program choice?
1: Yeah, Ron, that's a that's a really great question. Uh, and I want to, again, encourage farmers to really look at this farm bill. And again, that March 15th 8th is a really important date because if you don't make a decision by then, you don't get a 2019 crop payment, and you also then are automatically defaulted back to your choice she made for 2014. And now under the 2014 farm bill, a lot of farms chose ARC County for corn and soybeans, and PLC was used for weed on about 38 to 40 of the, percent of the base acres and ARC County for the rest. ARC individual was not used at all. And based on the, the reading I've done uh, from various ag economists and then uh, looking at uh, numerous crop yield and price scenarios, uh, I believe that uh, most of our farmers need to make probably different program choices for this farm bill as compared to that 2014 farm bill. So again, that March 15th date is really important. Our market situation is obviously quite a bit different compared to when the 2014 farm bill was written. Crop prices have fallen significantly, and since we're using a five-year Olympic average to calculate that guaranteed revenue on that ARC program, that means that guaranteed revenues have also declined significantly. And various yield and price scenarios will demonstrate that unlike the 2014 Farm Bill, this 2018 Farm Bill is very likely only going to make small to moderate per acre payments if payments are triggered at all. In contrast, uh, the 2014 Farm Bill made some pretty sizable and significant payments under that ARC County program. Again, this, this is going to look a lot different, this 2018 Farm Bill. And then another factor to consider for some farms uh, is this 2019 year with all the prevent plant acres? Uh, there may be some situations if you had an entire FSA farm that was 100% prevent plant, uh, you didn't get any of your commodities planted, uh, that might be a situation where that ARC individual program uh, could make maximum payments. So there's a lot of different decisions uh, to be made this year.
0: Once again, joining us in studio this morning from the OSU Extension Office, Rory Levendusky and Uh, Rory talking uh, about some upcoming meetings to kind of help people uh, figure out the farm bill and and what decisions need to be made. What factors need to be considered, Rory, in making the the program choice? And I guess, how should farmers go about making a program choice? What are the steps they need to follow?
1: Well, I think, first of all, you you really need to consider this farm bill, again, as as a much more of an insurance-type program. And so when you look at that... uh, you have to really begin to ask yourself a couple of key questions. So I think uh, the questions farmers really need to ask themselves are, are you know, where they really need some, some insurance protection. Uh, do they think we're in a time of maybe potentially declining yields? So they need a program that might protect against declining yields, uh, maybe with, you know, moderate prices. Or, you know, do they think we, really what we need is protection against potentially low crop prices? And how you answer that question is probably going to help you determine wh- which type of program you want. Because those ARC programs are really designed to provide some protection, protection against both variable prices and variable yields. Uh, that PLC or profit loss coverage program, on the other hand, is only going to protect against low prices. Uh, in that case, if prices fall below the reference price, a payment's going to be generated. So the reference prices, for example, that have been set in the farm bill are 370 per bushel for corn, 840 bushel price for soybeans, and 550 for wheat. So again, farmers making this decision need to ask themselves, how likely do they think that uh, crop prices might fall below those reference prices as they're considering which program to enroll in?
0: You mentioned looking at price and yield scenarios. So are there some tools out there that farmers can use to look at scenarios and help them decide regarding the, the ARC or the PLC programs so they can do that ahead of time?
1: Right, Ron, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, there are some decision tools uh, that been developed for farmer use uh, the OSU Department of Agriculture, Environmental and Development Economics has a very good farm bill web page. It contains a lot of information about this 2018 farm bill, uh, considerations that uh, you need to think about in making a program election. There's also a page that contains some decision tools. I would recommend the use of two of those tools. One is an OSU Extension Excel spreadsheet decision tool, allows you to input various price and, and yield scenarios. And the second is a University of Illinois' uh, internet-based calculator. And that gives you probabilities of of payments uh, paying out at different scenarios. All this information, as well as those decision tools, are available at the website of go.osu.edu forward slash Farm Bill 2019.
0: Rory, are there any Farm Bill meetings scheduled where farmers can get more information about these commodity programs? I assume there are, because Mm -hmm. we're throwing out a lot of information today, and on the other side of the radio, they can't ask questions back. So, um, As far as programs where they can learn more about the decision tools and what to consider As far as program choices, uh, talk about those.
1: Okay. Well, OSU Extension and the FSA offices are working together to hold Farm Bill meetings uh, to help farmers uh, with that ARC uh, PLC program choice. So in Wayne County, we have meetings scheduled uh, for 1 o'clock p.m. on January 7th, and again 6 o'clock p.m. on January 13th. Both of those meetings are going to be held in the Commissioner's Meeting Room of the County Administration Building. If you're in Ashland County or those times don't fit and you want to drive over to Ashland County, meetings are scheduled at 6.30 p.m. on January 8th and 6.30 p.m. again on January 14th. Both of those meetings will be held in the basement meeting room of the Ashland County FSA office. And then on that website I mentioned, all Farm Bill meetings that's scheduled across the entire state are listed uh, at that website of go.osu.edu forward slash Farm Bill 2019.
0: As always, a lot of information. As always, at the end of the program, Rory, we ask where people can find out more.
1: Right. Uh, you can contact me at the Wayne County Extension Office, 330-264-8722, or you can contact the Wayne County FSA Office at 330-262-1911.
0: Once again, joining us on a Tuesday morning here over the Farm Hour from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County, Rory Levendusky. Rory, thanks as always.
1: You're welcome. Thanks, Ron.
0: More on the way. We'll check in with your five-day forecast up next.